Welcome to F*** the Laundry, conversations for purpose-driven women who have better things to do. I'm your host, Elise Nation, intuitive transformation coach and highly sensitive mum of two, on a mission to empower you to be the shero of your story. Join me as we explore how to 10x the sh- out of life, love and business. Hello, my loves. Another week already has flown by. I feel like I've spoken to it before, but that the time is just on fast forward. And I felt a little bit um, stuck yesterday or even just over the weekend thinking, oh, I've got to record an episode and what am I going to speak about? But normally that doesn't concern me too much, like what I'm going to speak about. I just trust and pray that spirit will use me and the message will will be what it's meant to be. Um, and I'm okay with sitting in the discomfort of allowing that to sort of roll out and fumble around with my words. Um, and just show up and just be in the energy of it and be the channel. But what I really struggled with on the weekend was that my body actually wasn't up for that. I, it was like, it's my moon time. And I just, I found myself like in a funk, feeling really empty and no matter of force or just like mental gymnastics, was going to get me to a place where I could show up in that way because my body was just like, no thanks. My body was sort of like in a space of this. It was, oh, I've given so much. I'm giving, giving, giving. And I don't even know if anyone out there is listening and what's the point of doing this. And um, yeah, just kind of in a bit of a, a natty place. Like, um, and you know that's fair enough I think because (laughs) when your body's like having a big clearing and shedding um, it's not necessarily conducive to producing it's like clearing (laughs) emptying out and resting I kind of really what comes up for my body when I'm in that space um, and not, you know, not like, like I feel empty when, when I'm bleeding. And also I chose to do a kidney cleanse and celery juicing because I don't seem to do things half-assed. <laughs> so I had just excretion and, and expulsion on all fronts. Um, so yeah, I was feeling really empty. And I, I realized that I'm, I'm really hard on myself. I still have quite an inner critic when things seem a little bit out of control and not going exactly how my mind would like them to go. And just to speak to a bit about the energies of the week and just what I've seen prevalent in my world 
we have on a planetary level a couple of planets in retrograde and I'm not an astrologist but I do find it helpful to understand what influences are happening in the moment to kind of help my head level out a bit when I go into any sort of like panic or <laughs> emotional reaction and one of the planets is Pluto and Pluto is about transformation and what I am not the best at is when I have like a, a lot of momentum going and I'm really initiating some new creations and for me it's been some time I since having children in and out that I haven't really felt this consistent flow like I have since like creating my podcast like I've been feeling like I'm smashing my goals of just turning up every week and sharing and gifting and and it's the last like sort of on and off couple of weeks I've struggled with that and there has been a little bit of influence that I think heightens things you know whether it's just the energies of the of the now and so the retrograde sort of can contribute to a feeling of like going backwards or really it's rather that like the planet sort of slows right down and it can feel like going backwards because it's a shifting gear and uh and it can feel like all of a sudden there's just not the energy there that there was and I don't like that I like to just keep moving forward and I I have come to a place where I love rest and I really enjoy taking time out. But I did find myself um, gripping a little bit too much on these expectations that had developed um, on my creative project and sort of resisting and going to control when there was a shift in that. And I always try to be conscious that my moon time is a time to sort of reflect and look back on you know that cycle for the month and do a little bit of a a decluttering so whatever sort of I've taken on and accumulated in that month um, since the last shedding that 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 moment where my body decides it's time out and I need to just wind back on on creation um, that it's like an invitation to review and my mind didn't really like that though like my body and my mind were sort of not on the same page and when that happens I I tend to like create my own level of like discomfort and suffering (laughs) Um, because my body's calling out to be nurtured to be nourished and for space I actually require a lot of space because I receive a lot of information and look we all do but it's something like I saw recently to uh and it was talking to um the amount of information that we receive in just one day being equivalent to what someone in the renaissance period would experience in their whole lifetime 
And so what that tells me is that more than ever, we know that we have access to so much, um, whether it's just through the internet, whether it's when we go to the shops, whether it's um, when we're just even in different environments with different people and who have had access to a lot more of a a worldly experience, whether it's TV, um, we have 10 million times more information available to us. But the interesting thing is that our nervous system hasn't evolved all that much to really be able to process this amount of um, information. And some of us are biologically more sensitive to um, like nervous system overwhelm. But even if we're just speaking to every human on this planet, we really need to become more aware um, of the effects that overstimulation um, and, you know, sensory overload has on our nervous system Um, because many of us are actually walking around in a constant state of fight, flight, freeze um, due to this this build-up, this overload of, of information without having that, awareness or even um, information about ways to better support our body, better support our our um, mental capa- mental capacities um, and physical body in releasing and actually not just releasing but um, filtering um, this information into what's actually even relevant for us. And so I sort of spoken to it before that 99.9% of the information that we receive is not even ours, meaning that we're in a soup of um, other people's thoughts, feelings and emotions, um, influences like planetary influences, um, technology, um, noise, and also there is an aspect of our greater self or even spirit that is trying to communicate with us always. So there is just like a lot of communication, a lot of conversation on all different levels, if you can imagine, that's happening at, at every second of the day. And without some kind of filtering process, um, of course, like what happens? It's just like you're a landfill, a landfill for all of this information. And we start to again like think that it's all ours to deal with and and that's where I think the overwhelm comes and the physical response where we aren't able to um, connect or like embody the awareness that we may have or the guidance that we may receive about um, our own creations, our own hopes, our own dreams, our own desires, the visions that we may be receiving and what is actually required from us, what step is actually the step to take and then feeling totally paralysed in, again, like one of the many projections of making a choice that's wrong and so therefore sort of struggling to make any kind of choice 
And, you know, it's a lot like how to function, how to show up with that bombardment of of noise. And so I want to just share like a couple of tools um, or, you know, education that's available to start helping you maybe bring more consciousness into this space in your life and starting to filter out what is actually for you and what's not. Um, And astrology is absolutely like a powerful tool when you're awakening to understand um, how planetary influences may affect you because we are part of the earth like we are born from her body uh you know scientifically it's proven that um humus which is actually the word given to soil um connects us to human so we are living soil we are microorganisms that have been birthed on the planet from the planet and when we die we go back to the planet so when you think about the planetary bodies external to the planet and how we know the moon affects the tide you know we talk about our bodies and our moon cycle and how there's so much wisdom available for us when we tune into what is actually our body telling us about the different cycles about the phase of life that we're in you know, so that's something you can look at um, just there is what is your moon cycle telling you about the space and time you're in in relation to the whole. And astrology are just sort of like other planetary influences that, that give you different um, shades uh, and different... Um, information different pieces of information to help you get more detail about the journey about the story and how it's showing up for you in your own unique way and so what you can do is start by looking at let's say pluto in retrograde go to an astrology site that you can develop a chart um, you know put in your details get a little chart and find out what house what placement pluto is in your astrology and it will give you an idea of how this planet which is in retrograde for some part of the year in this in the theme of transformation what transformation in your life is this particularly particular planet influencing and this just can just help it pull you out of the collective soup and back into what's actually relevant for you in your life right now. And, I mean, this, you know, this experience, these transits, these astrological influences, uh, they all influence us differently. So it's felt particularly intense for me this last week because Pluto's going into Aquarius, which is like my sun sign. My son is eating a crayon. Oh, is that nice? Yes, lovely. Um, and this is also, we're stepping into the age of Aquarius and this is the revolution. This is where this year we're really going to see um, some massive change that we've been preparing for in 
a lot of different sectors, particularly um, finances and relationships. And a lot of big um, pondering themes that may have been in your world coming and going the last few years may come to a level of completion or clarity or closure in the coming months. And so, you know, it's going back to like why now is the time to prioritise like understanding your body, understanding your nervous system, understanding how energies impact you and influence you. These are the tools that are honestly, I believe, required more than ever for us to be able to transition into this next cycle, this next age with ease, with more ease. Um, and so education is, is crucial. Like that's why they say know yourself know yourself know what is you know what is not you and i just also want to say like nothing can have power over you so if you go back to the previous episode where i had my beautiful friend ashley rose and we talked about spirit awareness in that conversation we talk about um giving your power away to something greater than you and so we can do that in you know, ghosts and entities, but we also can do that in planetary influence. And when you hear people say, oh my God, Mercury's in retrograde, I can't function. Just be really aware that any information can be used like to empower you, but also you can use it to stick yourself. So when you, you know, if you explore this information, I'd love to invite you to do it from what is the gift for me? How can I utilize this information to empower me? And not to like enable maybe some self-sabotaging behavior um, because you're afraid of the change and you're, you've not actually been willing to sort of take the action on the inspiration that you've had. But of course, I get that, you know, to get clear about inspiration when you're taking on a lot of information and you haven't been able to discern what is for you that's okay but like let's say today it starts from today that you make a conscious choice to not allow any of those excuses to be present in your world anymore and to actually you know no longer be under the influence it's like kind of like someone who drinks alcohol or like drinks or takes drugs like under the influence is like giving your power away to something else um you know, the, these, let's say, like planetary bodies are also actually trying to support you in understanding more about, you know, the whole, about the intricacies of this this universe and how you can utilise this information to actually be more effective in your time, in your energy, in your focus. So secondly, like nervous system, what can we do to clear ourselves from all of this information that we're constantly absorbing? And I spoke about this recently um, on my Facebook Live about the simple, like free uh, things that we have access to and one being nature. And so I like to think about, you know, if your brain and your 
computer system is um, in, receiving all this information that that's a lot of electrical impulse happening um, and that we can actually kind of fry ourselves with with too much exposure um, but the gift we have is that the planet actually offers us through its resonance known as the Schumann resonance a, a place to um, discharge and recharge um, our bodies and we do that by being in contact with it <laughs> by actually putting our bodies back where they came from um, like I would love to see this in the future, like in full burial style, like just bury our bodies um, in in the soil. And, you know, many ancient traditions, they do this because they know when the body is in a form of disease that everything required to heal is actually in the soil. It's so simple. Like our body is of the soil, so everything that we need to heal is in the soil. And so, you know, this is another conversation, but this is why soil needs to be our number one priority because it is the lifeblood of our planet. It is our lifeblood. And so when we start to see this disease and this disharmony within our bodies, whether it's through the, um, the food that we're eating because it's been poisoned um, and so therefore our blood becomes poisoned, you know, we need to get back to the simplicity of soil and the natural natural um, resources we have available to heal ourselves, to regulate our nervous system. And um, you can do this for free just by going into nature and putting your body on the ground. Uh, and you can also envision if you want to lie on your stomach and envision a cord of light going from your your tummy button into the earth and plugging deep, deep, deep into the centre of the earth and envisioning any of this electrical um, energy or any overload of information just being dissipated down into the earth and give it back to her <clears throat> to transmute for you. And as long as that feels good for you, like, do that. I'm sure everyone has five, ten minutes in the day to make that a priority to get ourselves back into nature and you know scientifically you can research earthing really understand why um why something as simple as wearing shoes is actually contributing to a lot of this this build up this overload of of energy that's not able to dissipate effectively so go check that out and you know, another tool that I love is a hands-on body process um, called the Access Bars. And this was created by a man called Gary Douglas um, over 35 years ago now, I think. And he channeled this modality and essentially it's 32 points on the head that when lightly touched um, start to eliminate, erase, dissipate, eradicate all of the points of view the beliefs, the emotions, the thoughts and feels that you've ever taken on from this and any other lifetime about money, relationships, sex, body, parenting, intimacy, creating connections, creating life forms, um, sadness, joy, 
and and many more and this process I talk about it often it, it honestly it's totally transformed my world I came across it when I was struggling with a miscarriage and you know I hadn't seen anyone process that the way that I wanted to, that I desired to, because I had such a strong connection with my little man in spirit. And um, I got like on this higher level that he was not gone and he was, you know, there for me to just connect with at any time. But I had such a physical attachment to that vision of holding his body and skin to skin and, and, wanting to experience like life with him in physicality that like my body was struggling to actually embody the awareness that I had because of all of these points of view that I had taken on unconsciously throughout my life to do with birth my body um, awareness like consciousness and that practice like this tool of of the access bars it just gave me a space and possibility that I always knew was available but had not been able to get to and it, it's like exponentialized my healing and it's not to say like I still don't have some points of view that come up every now and then around that but I have this tool now I have this um, you know process that I can do to clear and to delete all of those files that aren't actually true for me and get back to the space of me and what's true for me in my reality. Um, and so, you know, that practice, there are people all over the world. If you can gift yourself um, a session with someone, I just can't tell you how much that it could change your life. Um, and also, side note, I am actually running a class on the Sunshine Coast um, on May the 19th. Not the 19th, that's my daughter's birthday. <laughs> May the 13th. May the 13th for the whole day, you'll not only receive those tools, but you get to gift and receive two, um, two sessions. So you actually get four sessions the whole day. You get a practitioner certificate, so you can actually utilize it as a tool for a business. Um, kids learn it so quickly and it's such a gift as a parent their bars like run so fast so you can do it for them like I do it particularly because my daughter is in um, a government school so she's taking on a lot of stuff uh, and it's just incredible so I will leave that there as my silent plug <laughs> um, but we have so much available to us uh, that we can access to start to um, get back to the space and truth that is our natural state of being and you knew when you you know chose to have a body here on earth that earth is like a really special planet and there is like such a huge potential for growth and evolution here um and i know that it, when you're in the shit of things or you're having a day um and you know you slip back into a place of maybe feeling that everything's against you or um wondering if your dreams are actually possible 
that when you were up there, like you were excited about all of that, about experiencing everything that this planet has to offer and also knowing that you weren't doing it alone, that you were totally supported um, and would have everything you ever need to to do the job, to complete your mission down here. Um, so I try to remind myself that I signed up for this <laughs> when I find myself slipping into um, like a form of martyrdom. And I, I've been exploring this for a little while now, just noticing this theme of martyrdom in, in motherhood. And, and it's, I mean, I, I get that, like, I want to have a, a huge conversation about this um, as it unfolds because when I find myself in that place of, um, you know, natty, nitty, um, crustiness, like that I mentioned at the start of this episode, and feeling like I have overgiven, usually it's an indication that I have given with with an expectation, meaning that there could be a you know a subconscious thought operating that if I give X amount, X amount, X amount, then that will justify my you know ability to ask and receive what it is that I I want and. If you can hear all of that banging in the background, I apologize. It's it's my son. <laughs> um, and this is a theme that I see really common in at least my generation. And, you know, it could be all of these inherited beliefs about how to be a mother and what, you know, what um, gives you value and proves that you're doing a great job at it because you're just like giving and giving and giving and, and self-sacrificing behavior like creeps up. And that's where we hit burnout because we're not operating from a space of actually gifting. We're operating from what's known as like the give and take universe. It's not the gift and receive universe. And I catch myself in this, like definitely not immune to it. And I I really am noticing when I find myself operating in that reality and how it affects my, my body and how I quickly like find burnout when um, when that balance is is like out of out of whack, out of harmony. So where I wonder anyone is out there listening, where are you wh- like where do you see that behavior play out for you? I'd love to know. Um, because I feel like this is a collective conversation that I certainly would like to have with more people is like this energy of martyrdom in motherhood. And I know I've spoken about it with a few of my friends and saying like there was a period where I could just hear myself saying how exhausted I was all the time. Why was I so tired? Like with no matter what I was doing, I was still finding myself just tired and exhausted and and crabby um, at times with the kids and just by asking that question, I actually started to attract incredible women, mothers who don't operate from that space, who always seem full and just joyful and having ease with their responsibilities as a mother. And 
this gave me hope that there was a different way available, something that, that again, like I knew was possible with mothering, um, that I have seen even my, my mum reflect to me. But I'd sort of lost my way a little bit because I had found myself through um, moments of trauma or just um, shitty times attracting that, attracting other women who were choosing to play in that energy. And so this is also like on a final note, like something that shows up every day that we have a choice, um, a simple choice to make every single day is the energy that's showing up, whether it's through people, environments, through behaviours, if it's actually not the energy that matches the desire, that you, the vision that you hold for the future, we've got to say no. <laughs> we've got to say like a loving no thank you. I'm not choosing that anymore. Like if you catch up with someone and you feel exhausted and heavy and that all of the points of view that they have about, let's say, mothering um, just aren't true for you, then you've got to lovingly, like, take yourself out of that. And perhaps it may be that you decide, you know, that you want to change your relationship to parenting and to motherhood and you want to stop being so tired all the time and you want to stop perpetuating that, you know, you're exhausted and, uh, and everything's so hard, you know, it, it also means like not making excuses about behaviour you've been, you've been um, enabling within yourself. And, and of course, like that, that follows. <laughs> My son just like did a 180 weird flip off the stairs. Didn't you? Where was I? So it, of course it reflects, um, yes, the environments that you place yourself in. But it's important, I think, to take that self-responsibility for what, what you've been choosing for you. And I've had to really get honest with myself and it's a continual process of the behaviors that I've been allowing to, to like slip in my own ways of being and, um, to call in greater for myself, to hold myself to, um, a higher standard for my children because ultimately I don't want my children to look at me and have this, you know, point of view that mothering is exhausting and I never have any energy to play um, and, you know, it's all work and no fun. Um, and I think about, you know, what am I teaching my daughter, you know, I don't want her to be tired all the time. I don't want her to manifest like that, um, you know, her body can't keep up with her her being. <laughs> and, you know, so this energy of like mother uh, martyrdom in motherhood is rife, like where we use our self-sacrificing and the guilt tripping as like a security blanket for never creating more, never choosing more and never having a life beyond that which is not what I know you came here to choose and certainly not what I'm choosing
<laughs> so I'm going to wrap this up and go play with my little, my little bug. <laughs> yeah. I hope this was a contribution to you. And if you liked this episode, please like, subscribe, share, leave me a review. And I would be so grateful. And any information about my class, I will post it in the show notes. Um, and I'm intending to run one a month. Um, so if you can't make it to this one, um, please know there will be others in the future. I'm sending all of my love and I hope you have a magical week. In the spirit of reconciliation, this podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today.